Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is the beautiful, is the wonderful, is the talented Shaylee Baby. Shay, how are you this week? Doing fantastic, Christopher. How are you? There we go. I got the applause this week for everybody. And joining us as well is the beautiful, is the wonderful, is the talented Danny Kaufman. Christopher, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to have both of you here. It's always nice to see you here. We are here at 565 Live in Bellevue. Stop down on Thursdays for comedy every now and then. Question mark. Question mark, possibly. (laughs) There may be comedy. There may be music. On Friday and Saturday, there will definitely be music. Stop down for that. Stop down for the outdoor area. Shay, you were just walking past it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it last year. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on the uh, updated version? I like it. It looks good out there. I want to see it when they have all of like the like the door things open. Yeah, I agree for sure. Shay, I hear vibration. Is so my phone I. ringing? I'm not sure what's happening. Oh, sounds like a phone. It's probably <laughs> ringing, but we will find out, I guess. I don't know. Weird. That completely <laughs> stopped the momentum of the show. We'll forage on. <laughs> that vibration makes me think of the sound of the rundown. <laughs> That's how we transition transition. from that. Danny, I'm a professional. I'm not sure if you knew that, but... You are uh, professional. Like I just said, we're here at 565 Live. Definitely stop down for that. The rundown. This is where we kind of uh, give you what to expect in the show. Number one, we have opening thoughts. Number two, we have beer of the week. This week, we have tailgate time from Elliot Cottville Brewing. It's a New York beer, but if you see the label, it is... What, Akershire Stadium now, Shay, right? No. No? <laughs> no. We don't support that. Just refuse. No. Are you still a Heinz Field supporter? Yeah. Through and through. The the uh, label on it's really cool, though. It's like a Where's Waldo, but like the more you stare at it, the more shit you start to find. Yeah. It's like, I like it. So, I like stuff like that. Yeah. I agree. Something to do while you're drinking. We will definitely have to discuss that momentarily. We have the second half with Amanda Averill. We have the new news with Danny Kaufman, one of everybody's favorite. Yes, so excited. Segment. Shay, is my phone, is that what that is? Is it my phone? <laughs> it's not It's not yours. It's no phone. What is that vibration that I mine. keep hearing? I don't I know. I feel like it's literally like in my seat or like behind me. Yeah, Shay, I don't like, know I what it like is. I feel like it's like <laughs> All the cameras were, person. this is a fantastic <laughs> Did someone bring their right beeper? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It feels like, Shay, did you bring anything with yeah, you? Yeah, I was you like smile thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, ha- I'm like too happy. I to turn it off. I have no idea where that's coming from. Okay, this is fantastic. Oh, anyway, <laughs> right. we will keep going. Shay, if you can figure it out at any point, I'm going to have you step in. Because you're kind of a uh, producer of this show, right? You're, you're working the uh, computer. Here we go. 
I know. Look at me go. You know? Woman of many talents, you know? I know, absolutely. We have our opening thoughts. We have uh, Ron Renwick next week. I can't wait to talk to him. The week after, we have no show, actually. I don't have anything planned, so maybe I'll record something on the weekend. We'll find out. It's uh, Fourth of July weekend, so I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. The mm-hmm. week after, we have John Muldoon. He's, uh, he's an artist. He's a painter. He actually painted all the murals at uh, Steel City. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah, he uh, he does a lot of art around here. He does a lot of murals, so I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, he actually went to my high school, I think. He was a couple years ahead of me. Really? So. Yeah. It's strange. There's a lot of people that I randomly find out that went to my high school like a couple years ahead of me, like Joey Welsh. Like we were just talking a couple uh, weeks ago. Literally, I was just going to say, like, I feel like you've went to high school with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe that's just the guess I'm getting. That. But yeah, we'll have Ron coming in next week. Uh, this Saturday, Danny, I'll let you uh, talk about Bummer Slam. Bummer Slam, June 24th. I forget the time right now. Great lineup of comedians. I am so excited for the show. It is going to happen in an actual wrestling ring, and there's going to be wrestlers afterwards. There's a match at the end, isn't there? I believe there is. And Chrissy Costa, Chuck Lewis, uh, Jeff Fieldhouse, Christopher and myself. Am I missing anybody? And Dave Stewart, uh, Sean obviously. McCarthy, did you say her? No, I did not. Yeah, so I believe that everybody else, yeah, you said, and there is definitely a wrestling match after, so that's... I'm so excited. Very unique to that show, I think. It really is. Like, yeah. I am so pumped. I have a wrestling shirt ready to go. You're ready to go. I'm ready. You're ready. I'm ready. You guys got to come out. Yeah, I was going to ask you, but I'll keep it a surprise. You'll have to come out and see Danny and myself live and uh, all the other... Very funny comedians. Yes. Can't yes. wait to see them. I can't wait to be there as a guest, honestly, and watch some of these other people. I know. It's it's just such a solid lineup. So definitely make the time on Saturday. Come out to the show. I absolutely can, uh, can't agree with you more, obviously. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Rhythm and Brews, Saturday, August 19th. That's from 4 to 9. Get your tickets now because it sold out last year. We will be recording a podcast live from that. Shay. Can you tell everybody some of the breweries that are going to be there? It is a stacked lineup, and we only have some of them right here. You have to check them out. There are more than just what we have. So, Shay, what do we have? So, we have Brew Gentleman, Dancing Gnome, Strange Roots, Levity, Trace, Mindful, 11th Hour, Full Pint. Full Pint, but yeah. No, you nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I was was able to read. (laughs) Alter Genius, Fermata. Abjuration, uh, Arboretum, Arboretum, Vax, Lincoln <laughs> Avenue, uh, and many, many more. I'll blame it on my writing, Shay. Maybe I have, a, maybe I have sloppy no, writing. No, it's not your That's writing. what Adam Writing said. So you know, maybe it is me. Now, you got to comment are on my fantastic. A's. The A's oh. are so good. They're fancy. They're like a. They're like a, I don't know Helvetica. You know, they have like the the little you know. Curly thing like at the, the top like and the, the little bump. A. Oh, yeah. I think I did like that a too. pregnant ass looking kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Pregnant ass, yeah. yeah. Pregnant ass, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so definitely stop down for that. There's music as well. Uh, we had Justin Sellers at Five Six Five last year. I know there's a bunch of other uh, live musicians. There's live artists uh, selling some uh, some of their art, some prints and uh, paintings and things like that. So definitely stop down for all of that. Shay, this week we should find out if we uh, we won uh, Best of the Berg. We were supposed to find out last week, and then and they, they pushed it back. It. They're so shady because, Shay, I looked at it because I remember when it was done, the voting was done in, what, 
April? Yes. April 15th or something like that. And it took... Tax day. It took two months what? to figure out the numbers. And they pushed it back another week. That doesn't make any sense, though. Like, why? I don't know. I feel like they have to just be... Like, I feel like it can't take two months I to tally like the votes for Pittsburgh Magazine, Best of the Berg. Right. No, no, I agree. But I also just feel like you put your vote in and it like, tallies it up like electronically. Right. right. I would think they would be able to know almost immediately. Literally. I'll give you a couple of days. Yeah. And then I need to know the answer. Yeah, really. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I'm Shay. I guess uh, they're making us wait longer. They're building up the anticipation. anticipation. Yeah, it'll make it that much better when we find out. But you can, uh, you can uh, vote for us for City Paper Best of Pittsburgh for uh, Best Podcast. So uh, check that out for sure. Definitely give us a vote. The last thing that we have is our elevated thought segment now shay this is something we've been doing the last couple weeks elevated thought means uh it's something i looked up during the week while i was in an elevated thought space (laughs) and uh i love the way you put that and and this week we uh i saw a lot of the grimace meals for uh for mcdonald's shay you were saying it's uh grimace's birthday yeah his birthday just passed i don't know exactly when but it just passed i think he's in his 50s now really yeah That's crazy. But when I saw that, I was like, Grimace, there's a bunch of other characters Mm -hmm. and things like that that I haven't seen. And it it made me go down this whole rabbit hole. Um, And I I was looking at all the different McDonald's characters. So uh, the original one was Speedy. It was, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like anything you see now. It was just some guy with a chef's hat. Uh, It was to promote, um, I guess, speed and efficiency. So that was like the original one. Okay. Um, and then I think in the 60s, they had Ronald McDonald come in, Shay, right? Is that what the uh, random site we found online that we're really hoping is reliable? <laughs> yeah. So To be Ronald- fair, I looked at like three or four websites, and they all seem to be roughly the same thing. Okay. This one so seems I think, pretty legit. It yeah. breaks it down really, really good. Like, personality... Why, how popular they are, description of them. Like, it breaks it down nicely. I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's relatively accurate. And I also don't think, like, I mean, it's not like we're talking about anything uh, that's going to make or break anybody with McDonald's characters. But I yeah. do want to be as accurate as we can be. And I, like I said, I looked at a couple of different things. And they seem to be uh, pretty copacetic on this stuff. So, in 63, we had Ronald McDonald, which is, you know, the one everybody knows, the clown. It looks like in the 70s, 71, we had Grimace, who was originally evil, Shay. Really? Yeah. Originally evil. Originally evil, and it didn't hit with people. He had four arms, as well as his two legs, and he was known for stealing their Coke and their uh, milkshakes. Oh. I don't know why. The original one did after that, but it didn't hit, so they made him his bubbling friend. Oh, yeah. okay. The he's just a goofy friend, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. and and he's friendly now. So, but originally he was the uh, the antagonist for that, which I guess was re- later replaced with uh, the Hamburglar, right? Hamburglar, yes. So those I recognize all of those. You did too, right, Shay and Danny? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Know all those up to up to this one. Mm-hmm. Definitely know the Hamburglar as well. The Hamburglar. Yeah. I have a yeah. beanie baby of the Hamburglar. Yeah. Do you? I do. We know this one. According to what I saw, they didn't even push the Hamburglar. Uh, they went from 71 to 2002, and then he made a reappearance in 2015. But uh, oh. maybe I was missing that. But uh, I guess the Hamburglar took a hiatus, came back for a year, and is no more. He needed a break. I guess. Yeah, he's overexposed. Hamburglar, man. Yeah. Got to take a break every now and then. But uh, I guess he took a a, a step back. Shay, who else was there? Birdie? 
Yeah, so there's Birdie the early bird. Okay. She was introduced in 1980. She's still present. She's still a present mascot. I remember because mm-hmm. where I grew up, I grew up right on South Braddock Avenue, and you would turn on Penn Avenue, and there was a McDonald's right in Wilkinsburg right mm-hmm. there, and they had... Uh, Mary McCheese, they had uh, the officer one. It was like Officer Big Mac or whatever. They had that bird, early bird, and they had the hamburger and everything there. Right. It was a really cool one. Um, so I remember seeing a lot of these people. I always thought that she uh, had pigtails, but I guess it was a, a <laughs> pilot, pilot hat. hat. We were talking about that, what, last week with the sidecar? Were you here for the sidecar talk, or was that with Don Arner the week before? That was the week before. It must have been the week before. Yeah, wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't Do you know, like, the motorcycle and the sidecar? Yes. Uh-huh. If yes. you're sitting sidecar, you have to have the pilot goggles, Oh, absolutely. Right. right. It's my dream to have a motorcycle it's with a, a sidecar. <laughs> it's your dream. It is. I want to get a dog and put it in the sidecar. Did I tell you? You weren't here for it then. I saw it. I was driving down on 65 right here in Bellevue, and there was a guy driving motorcycle, sidecar, dog in it. <gasps> with glasses? I can't remember, but I did take a picture of it. I oh. yelled out the window, and I was like, do you mind if I take a picture of you with your dog? And he was like, go for it. And I was like, hell yeah. Go for it, like, it. Go for it or go for it. Like, yeah, go for he it. He was all about yeah. it. He liked it. Oh, my God, I love it. He was that. out there to be seen, I think. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, he liked you don't that. put your dog in a sidecar to your freaking motorcycle just so people can be like, I'm not going to look at uh, that. I'm I felt like care. I was in like right. a prescription commercial. Yeah, I don't know. God, yeah. If his whole motorcycle was the same color and all the background was also teal and green or whatever. <laughs> um, but what else do we have? We had Birdie the Early Bird, which uh, promoted uh, breakfast or whatever. So yeah. that made sense. A lot of these characters that you see are there to promote random things. So we have uh, Mary McCheese, who, was st- who stuck around for a little bit. We have Captain Crook, Shay. I've never heard of C- Captain Crook. Captain Crook was there for what? The filet of fish? Yeah. Ew. He tried to steal the, the fish filet sandwich. Yeah. So if you had to disca- describe Captain Crook, he's essentially Captain Hook, right? They, he's he's inspired by Captain Hook, yeah. yes. It says inspired by Captain Hook, but yes. it's Captain it's Hook. It's Captain man. Hook, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's literally him, yeah. It's nothing all, uh, about him says he's a mascot for McDonald's. Like, nothing. There's no M on him. There's nothing. He has... Does it say what year he came out? I wonder if there was like a random pirate movie that came out and was big around that time. Probably. It was 1971. Yeah. (laughs) It was a big pirate year. (laughs) It was a pirate year. Did the Pirates win the World Series that year? Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Clementi and them won in 71 or 72. Honestly, if you say it, I'll believe you. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But there's the Fry Kids. Hopefully people are still listening. Um, but like all these <laughs> random people. I've never heard of Fry Kids, Shay. Heard of there's the, the professor. What is the professor? The professor's extremely creepy. He's like um, very old and they say he doesn't talk much. But when he does, his voice is extremely high pitched. And just so everyone remembers, these are McDonald's characters. These are the ones the fast food chain had as like characters. Kids. Do you remember the professor ever? Based on what I've seen, have you seen the, the kids movie Tarzan? Yeah. 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 He looks like the professor from that. He has yes. like, the mustache. That's He's, the perfect way yeah. to describe him. He's moving around like that. He does. Uh, there's like Sunday. Th- super thick glasses. Yeah. I don't know. I guess there was a TV show. They must have really been pushing that no. to the kids there's then. No. Danny's favorite. No. Uh, Shay, tell everybody about the, this one. This one was introduced in the 90s. Yeah. Right? This one was 1990s to present. Um, and it's the, the dog's name is Sunday, mm-hmm. but it's like not a dog. It's not a dog. It's like not a dog. Like they're trying to do like the different eye color. So one of his eyes is like a brown patch, ginormous blue nose, <laughs> a very creepy clown mouth. 
yeah. like the whole red thing. The original ones all have that same HR puff and stuff, kind of like weird seventies, like Jim Henson-y kind of vibe. Yeah, with like these big scary characters, kind of looking back now. Um, this I don't one. Was, what's on his other eye? Because it looks like they almost did like a, like you know, oh, like the clown like yeah. thing. Yeah, That's what I was saying he looks like the crow mixed with wishbone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that, it's a very scary but the, but the craziest thing about that it was is what Sunday in the nineties the character was played by Vern Troyer, Mitty Me Man. Oh, that's the coolest thing ever. That's so random. That's so great. It's probably yeah. one of his his big breaks in the beginning, man. I was gonna say that had to have been before. I mean, yeah, right. Before Austin, Austin, Powers Powers, Austin Powers came out in the late 90s or early 2000s. Oh, okay. I mean, there was yeah. a couple of them that said probably. Yeah. He wasn't there until the second one, I don't think, though. No. Yeah. Like, I'm agreeing. Like, as in, like, no, he wasn't. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. So we had that, Sunday the Dog, and then there were some other obscure ones. There was Uncle O'Grimacy, who was Grimace, basically. He was green for the Shamrock Shake to oh. push that. Ah. There was Cosmic. C-O-S-M-C. He was an alien who would talk like a surfer. He was around in the 90s. I don't what? remember that at what? all. Yeah, Cosmic. I don't know. Mick as in like McDonald's, right? There you go. Yeah, okay. Shaggy. There oh. we go, man. Okay. Connecting the dots, man. <laughs> you got it. Absolutely. And but he was yeah. an alien who talked like a surfer? Yeah. They had the Happy Meal Gang okay. and the McNugget Buddies and all these other people. But I don't remember a lot of these people. I don't it remember It says the 90s. And all. obviously, no. yeah, I don't think... There's so many. I think I'm the oldest of the three of us, and I was born in 90, so maybe we're a little too late for most of these uh, characters. I feel like but the older ones are the ones that I know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sun- I was born in 91. I don't know Sunday, but Sunday came out in 90. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you would think that we would know that. Yeah. It's the, all the older ones, the 70s mascots that... Well, those are the ones yeah. who stood the test of time, Shay. That's so crazy. It's yeah. a face you don't forget. <laughs> Ew. Grimace is the Led Zeppelin of McDonald's characters. Man. No, for real. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know Grimace, there's a problem. Yeah. Literally. And then, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, Sunday's Eagle Eye Cherry, man. He was around for a minute. I don't He's... remember. Whatever. Maybe that's not a good example. It's so awful. But, yeah, you there's all these people. Side. Shay, have you tried the, the, the new Grimace meal? I think he's in his 50s now. It's Mm-mm. like a vanilla milkshake with berries or whatever. Mm-mm. Uh, is it good? Did you try it? I haven't. It's not It's not my da- down my alley. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm glad we got to, to you know, walk down that lane. It's so crazy. Yeah. McDonald's lane. I don't a, even a lot know. of the elevated thoughts happen on the toilet. Just so we're all clear. <laughs> yeah. Went down that it's road. The bathroom it's is like, like 48 a, a minutes. safe yeah. space. It's like real weird. Like whether you're on the toilet, it's like a, in the tub, or in the shower, you your mind just goes like crazy places when you're in the It's like the a casino, yeah. man. There's weird. no windows sometimes. There's yeah. no clocks in there. I don't realize I'm in there for an hour and 10 right? minutes, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's so incredibly true. Like time does not exist in your own bathroom. No. Nope. I like that. I do, I too. Do too. Shay, you want to talk about our beers this week? <laughs> oh, yeah. If I get drunk, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. You won't bother me no more. I need a beer. I need a beer. If you're drinking, well, you know that you're my friend and I'll say, I think I have myself a beer. I need a beer. I need a beer. Let's see. This week we have tailgate time, like I just said, from... Uh, Elliot Cottville in New York. 
This is, uh, I think this might be one of the first ones that we've had from outside Pennsylvania. Normally we do the local ones, but I, uh, I saw this. I know we didn't, we haven't done this brewery before, and uh, the label of the can is, uh, I, I guess, Ackershire Stadium now. <laughs> There's a bunch of things. It looks like the North Shore. It's a bunch of people uh, tailgating, obviously, in tailgate time, but I thought it was, uh, you know, relevant for uh, Poor Man's Podcast doing a Pittsburgh beer. So, Shay. For, for, well, you know what? Maybe we should start with the people who aren't familiar with the Guy Fieri Richter scale of flavor. Uh, number one is a four-star system. Number one, we have Gangster, two-star, Out of Bounds, three-star, Shut the Front Door, and number four, the highest a beer can get is Flavor Town. Shay. Um, I am going to go... First of all, the more you look at this, the more stuff you find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just found, like, a dog, like a... Really? Yeah. Over by the seven five six eight six three seven eight. Did it look like Sunday? No. <laughs> Looks like the dog version of Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And I then see him. You see him? Yes. And then there's like a girl that's like freezing to death. And then there's that's a interesting. Then there's a blue unicorn human. There's definitely a bunch of different characters on the front. Maybe we can find a picture of the entire label yeah, and I will post so it with that. Yeah, post it because it's pretty cool. But yeah, there's a bunch of just random characters, like are looking people, people you might see in uh, the parking lot right down there. But like, it's so random. Yeah. No, I really like the label. That's 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, for the beer, it's pretty good. I'm going to go out of bounds. I like it. I mean, it is out of bounds. It's really good to chug, which I don't usually say that about beer. Yeah. But like chugging it, it's, it's like taste. Like it's five percent, so it's definitely chuggable. It makes yeah. it easier. Yeah, I like it. If you try chugging like an eight and a half percent beer, it can be done, but it's not as enjoyable as you know a five percent mm-hmm. one. You know, I don't want to just you know take a breather after as much. <laughs> Danny, what are your thoughts? Um, I was gonna say that like it's definitely not super hoppy, which I kind of like. Like yeah, it's very smooth for sure. And it has like a. It's like a peppery taste that I'm getting. Like, it has, like, a taste to it that I just really like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just very, like, unique, I think, for a pale ale. I don't know. It just has something to it. I really like it. I'm going to go shut the front door. Nice. Shut the front door. Pretty good. That's definitely pretty good. 5%, it, I mean, it's definitely very drinkable. Um for an IPA, like you were saying, Danny, it's not very bitter. It's not, you know, overly hoppy. Mm-mm. It's definitely very drinkable. Uh, it's a good, like, basic IPA yeah. for me. It's nothing over the top. It doesn't blow me away with the flavor. Yeah. It's almost like I want to make an IPA. This is the base, and then I'll, you know, go out from there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very good, but I'm going. I mean, it is out of bounds. I'm going out of bounds with this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I, I would recommend it. I wouldn't turn it away. For a 5% beer, it does have some flavor. But uh, yeah, for an IPA, I mean, it's a good, solid, basic IPA. Yeah, I'm a fan of it for sure, and I want to like rip the label off of this. And, like, oh, yeah. Keep it. <laughs> the yeah. label is definitely worth keeping. Well, that's what caught me, agree. because I normally do the Pennsylvania ones. This one's a New York one, but like I said, um, I'm going to do this one because it has the North Shore with, uh, I guess that's a river behind it. It Maybe they have it. I don't know. The way they have Pittsburgh, I think it's backwards schematically, but maybe we won't get into all that. We could be right here for now. A while. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Maybe we should take a little break and uh, we can come back with Amanda. Yay. 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 Sound good to everybody? I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Let's I take like a quick plan. break and we'll be right back with Amanda.
I'm Steve Hofstetter, and you are listening to the Poor Man's Podcast, and you should know that already because you are the one listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at 565 Live in Bellevue. Speakeasy and stage stop down on Thursday for comedy, Friday, Saturday for live music. Joining us in the second half, pronouncing her name right, I believe, is guest comedian Amanda Averill. Thank you for joining us, Amanda. Thank you for having me. Ooh, applause, applause, applause. Mm, thank you for filling my cup. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. You get the laughter at the end, too. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not used to that. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's, like, <laughs> it's uh, very rare. Very like rare we, thing for me. It's like we're on the Scooby-Doo uh, set or whatever with the laugh track on it. It's awesome. But uh, thank you for coming on uh, and, okay. and joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be here. Uh, I want to backtrack to something you guys mentioned earlier. First thing off the, off the jump, if it's okay. Please. Uh, right. I want to talk about Uncle Oh, Grimacy. Yes, okay. absolutely. Let's pick up where we left off, for sure. <laughs> okay. So, Uncle O'Grimacy, yes, debuted in 1975 uh, with the introduction <laughs> of the Shamrock Shake. Yes. He brought it over from Ireland. Obviously. He brought it over specifically, though, because Grimace, everybody viewed as a heel. Yes, wrestling term. Everybody viewed Grimace <laughs> as a heel, as a bad guy and yeah. all this stuff. But Uncle O'Grimacy brought the Shamrock Shake over to make amends mm-hmm. for all of Grimace's misdeeds and actions. Yeah. Okay? Oh. Uncle Grimacy is a GD hero. Okay. Okay, okay. He is the man. Uh, it is a tattoo that I do want to eventually oh, get. I thought you were going to oh, say yeah. have already. I was like, oh my. No, no I just, I have a few wrestling tattoos or wrestling tangential tattoos, some Fall Out Boy lyrics, an E. <laughs> Cummings poem, and of course, like Disney shit. So yeah. that's that's the vibe. I do. I got a, I got a lot. I got, I've. More tattoos than what people think. Yeah. I, uh, the thing that got me with that is you said the Walt Disney thing. And when I was driving in, I had, what the hell did I have? Uh, the Pocahontas song. Oh, just around um, the river bend? Colors of the wind? Colors of the wind. Okay, yeah. there we go. What, in your opinion, <laughs> what is the best Disney song? Oh my gosh, Ooh. that is so difficult. Or, or at least a top, a a top couple. Oh man, you're you are asking because me. that's one of them. Honestly, Pocahontas is an underrated movie. No, Pocahontas, song, Pocahontas slaps. Yeah, uh, sure. it's good, except for the casting of Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that whew, talk about a yeah. weird miscast to look on. Okay, so we can all agree that the Tarzan soundtrack fucks, right? Yeah, like for sure. Phil Collins is just yeah. giving it his goddamn all on that. It could be Phil Collins' best album. It. I don't know, man. It might be. It's, yeah, pre- yeah. it's pretty solid. Planet Confusion solid, I, but Tarzan. I, although, this is the thing for me. So I listen to like a bunch of Disney songs. I, you know, not just because I'm a Disney adult, but because like I'm around kids and stuff too sometimes. So like, they're just around. But like, dude, Moana slaps. I'd say Ooh, like new generation, definitely Moana for sure. Shay, uh, wh- uh, do you know my opinion on Moana? Mm-mm. You've never heard my opinion on Moana? What's Mo- your- Moana is one of my top five favorite movies. Hell yeah. Moana Hell in yeah. general, she's a fu- Moana is the best princess, the best everything. Okay. Firstly, Moana she's fucking- a tribal chief. Yeah. Get it right. Okay? Oh, she's in the whole thing. Uh, in in uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, she's with the other princesses. Okay? She is with the so other maybe, princesses yeah. in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Also, also uh, <laughs> Vanellope Von Schweetz, yeah. quite possibly the best princess. Yeah. Okay, my, my niece, who's five, loves two princesses right now. Okay. One is Moana. She's loved Moana for a long time. And her and I, so I 
have some Disney bathing suits that are two piece. You're welcome, viewers. Yeah, you can think about that for you. Keep, keep that in your little spankity banks. Yeah. Uh, what is Snow White? Because Snow White is my princess, yeah. like of origin. That's my princess origin story. Uncle two, Grimace. The other one is uh, the other one is a Moana two piece oh, bathing suit. Hello. And my niece and I, for a time, because she has grown, she's taller and bigger. You know, that's how kids happen. Yeah, uh, we had matching Moana bathing suits so and cute. took a picture of us. Oh. In these bathing suits. And it was like super adorable. It also sucks because she looks exactly like me. Like people always think it's my kid. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, but yes, we're going to wear matching outfits. Thank you. Shay, yeah. I can't believe you've never heard me talk about Moana one no. single time. No. I'm obsessed with Moana. You've never oh, heard this. Man. I know. I know the Jermaine's, of Jermaine doing the song Shiny. Yeah, then, man. Oh, man. Maui. Yeah, such, man. It's so good. Tomatoa was Matt's favorite. So I know the whole show. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a good Man, one. Yeah. So I like the soundtrack good. from Hercules. Hercules is a is Hercules a good is soundtrack. Good. But the distance I, is a solid song, man. Dude, Go to the distance. Every yeah. everything yeah. on that soundtrack is good, but this is okay. So this is where the generational age gap is going to hit in for us real big, right? Because we were talking about that off camera. Yeah, I had to sing a lot of the Hercules soundtrack songs. In junior high and high school chorus. Oh my god! So like, that they, seems so they, they don't hit. They don't hit the same. It just. You. I love those songs, <laughs> yeah. but it's like here this to is, zero. Yeah, zero to hero. Zero oh, to hero is one. Because uh, like, yeah, it's so dumb. Man. And it was. And it was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, I grew up in. I grew up in North Hills suburban. Yeah. Okay. Pretty pretty yeah. pasty school. Yeah. It's like none of you can hit these notes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like the muses. None yeah, of you I was are just muses. gonna say. I'm <laughs> thinking of how know. it starts. Yeah, that doesn't seem like. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's North it, Hills Choir seems to be a little slightly different yeah, it's, yeah, it, than the muses in Hercules. It, very much so. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, and it's like just you guys. It's like you guys can't hit these notes. I don't know who you're trying to convince yeah. of this. Uh, so that that's the thing with Hercules for me is mm-hmm. that like, and that Hercules is one of my one friend's favorite movies because she's. Greek and like so like it really like hits with her with like that kind of stuff too so like I don't know I'm just very accepting of everybody who likes Disney movies because I consider myself like a firm Disney adult mm-hmm. uh, I have weird things that I like and Disney is just one of them I don't agree with them all the time I don't agree with their politics all the time but damn if they don't put out a good product most of the time uh, that's for sure. What's I've, your favorite Disney movie? Did you Ooh. pick a song? Did you pick a single song either? I'd say, I would say, I would, well, no, I'm I picked, you said, sound, you said soundtrack. Did I? Okay. You did say soundtrack. Okay. So that's, that's why that's I said fine. Moana. Like, cause we're looking Moana's at Moana's for, for sure. Mo- Moana's the yes. best of the start new. To do, start to finish for sure. Probably, probably yeah. Moana from start to finish. Um, then I would say like, if we're going to like the Disney Renaissance, uh, which goes back to a bit that I have. Uh, about okay because <laughs> explaining jokes is great yeah. right that's so how you know the they're thing. good all right this is the thing we were you guys saw the same disney movies that i saw whenever i was a kid okay so there was very much this idea that like we, girls are raised to like want to be rescued and be princesses and people blame that on disney a lot because of all of the disney princess movies and the princess marketing and like the princess forward thinking right um I disagree. I don't think it was Disney. I think it was one man who did it. All right. And that mm-hmm. man is Howard Ashman. Howard Ashman is the man who made everybody, everybody just want that longing thing because you want to know why? Not only did he write stuff for Little Mermaid, 
He did music for Beauty and the Beast, and I believe he even had some role for Aladdin um, uh, before he passed away. Uh, he also wrote the musical A Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, so you can't tell me that a man who makes a movie about a plant named after a woman who eats creeps is not just trying to like give every woman their best fantasies. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. Okay, there. I That was my nerdy theater shit <laughs> for a minute. Uh, yeah. Howard Ashman. Look him up. That is it's an interesting. He's got a very there's a very good documentary of, about him on Disney Plus. I think it's just called Howard. It's very good. Um so yeah, I've been spending all my free time on the Happy Meal Gang. So I, yeah. I can see that. I'll do it like Google later. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say I'm very learned. I will say of the hand drawn animation movies. Yes, we'll take it to 2009. I will say Princess and the Frog. Best I've soundtrack. never seen that one. Oh, oh that's so it? good. I mean, it's because it's in the weird. It's in the it's in the it's in the gray zone between me being a kid watching them and my kids. So like, oh, okay, yeah. So like, there's yeah. like uh, brave and shit like that. Like, I haven't seen any yeah. of those because they fall. Oh, in that. I love. I love uh, brave. Even, brave is a good movie. Brave I've heard that. Even a uh, Wally or whatever. I've Wall- heard that's I, good. Wally was but, like. Go- I haven't seen it. Yeah. You know what? There were there like I didn't see Wally or um, Big Hero Six until mm-hmm. like during the pandemic. Which oh, really? and they are very much films that like my partner Derek told me he's like I'm amazed that you have not seen these, especially because for Big Hero Six. They use Fall Out Boy's song Immortals. They made that song for that movie. Um, that's the Fall Out Boy problem that I have uh, that knows that. Um, but yeah, like it, it, those are both fantastic films that, mm-hmm. that I think are underrated. But I feel like they also fall under the Pixar thing too. Also, Onward Slaps too. Not the best soundtrack, but a great freaking film. What is it? Onward. I don't know about that at all. So this is what happened with Onward. It had a very unfortunate um, debut because it came out uh, like the first week of March 2020. Mm. Uh, So that was the last film I saw in theaters was Onward. Mm -hmm. And it was phenomenal when I saw it. But then like they released it in theaters. Pandalama Ding Dong happened. And... Then they moved it to streaming very quickly. So, like, it didn't get the theatrical release that it needed. And then on top of that, like, everybody got to stream it for free if you had Disney+, Plus, which Mm -hmm. everybody had or was signing up for because it was still brand new as a platform pretty much. So, like, it didn't get that um, energy that those films usually do get at the box office. And then on top of that, but, like, it it was great cast. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um... Tom she the Holland mom in that? And Chris, yeah, she's the mom. Yeah, okay. Tom Holland is in it, and Chris Pratt. They play yeah, brothers, yeah, yeah. and like, oh. and this is the thing. Like, I was, I saw it. I I liked it. It a was lot. a great movie. Yeah. I I was worried about. Uh, I was worried about Chris Pratt doing the voiceover work for uh, Super Mario Brothers because I feel like a lot, and I'm also worried about him doing Garfield. But like, I feel like it's because his voice sounds the same a lot yeah. of the time. But whenever I saw him, because I of course went and saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Because I am just a big child. <laughs> uh, me and your kids, a lot of yeah. just big kids. Big they loved kids. it, That's man. it. They loved it. Was it. A, yeah. it was a great movie. Uh, it was a really solid movie. And he did that voice justice. Was he as good as the uh, actor in the video games? I don't think so. But yeah. it's a different type of acting at the same time. So Yeah, it's, a, it's a big shoes to fill. It's like, yeah. uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. I can't remember what his name is. Kevin, uh... <sighs> Who's the dude that does Batman? 
You know? Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Kevin... Oh, oh uh, Kevin Conway. Conway. Conway, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that yeah. one. And also, it's I was random. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I would even. I would did even he just say, die? Is that he why? He did. He did. Okay. He passed oh, away okay. uh, earlier this year. Uh, I would also say Mark Hamill as a voiceover. Mark Hamill's a beast. Mark Hamill's a legend on so many on so many realms. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that goes into my Star Wars obsession and all those other things. Yeah. But like his voiceover work is phenomenal. And I just watched him do an interview recently because he has lost track of like all the voiceover work he's done. He'll be sitting there with like his, like he would watch like TV shows with his kids. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, hey, is that you? And he's like, <laughs> I don't remember doing this, but yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like me. <laughs> like, or they'll see his name in the credits. And like, oh, I guess I did do there's that. A, there's a really good documentary. Wow. I think it's, I know that voice or something like that. Have you seen that? It's with Mark Hamill. There's a, Billy, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Billy West. Yeah. He does a lot. There's uh, the dude that does uh, Bender from Futurama. He does a ton of different voices. Yeah. Uh, I Joe, Joe Dimaggio. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. But it's really interesting to see the voiceover people and how that all goes over. It, it Voiceover work is very interesting. And I, uh, it's, it's so, it's so cool and so interesting to see those types of, animated characters that could be from any walk of life just like brought to life and then like you realize that like you're so engrossed in it that they can make you believe that like they are a mermaid or they are like a sea witch or they are whatever xyz thing and then like whatever you take yourself out of it you're like oh no that's a person holy (laughs) shit (laughs) like it's like i i love that I haven't seen that documentary either, but I've heard of it, so I'm going to have to go and watch that. Documentaries are my jam. Oh, it's super good. I definitely recommend that one for sure. Um, you know what? I think this would kind of... We, we were talking about uh, McDonald's characters. Was there anything else? You, I feel like you were talking about uh, some other character I that I definitely that wanted to touch on before I asked random other questions. Yeah, who was the other one? Oh, the other you one? you recognized Count or uh, Captain, Captain Crook. Crook. Captain oh, Crook. Yeah, right. So Captain Crook was kind of like pre Hamburglar era. Oh, I okay. believe uh, if you look at the timeline of it, and it was fish. Uh, it was fillet of fish related. It one hundred percent was. Yeah. Did you guys go to like uh, like McDonald's Wiki? Because that is the one that has I think like it was like a Wiki thing. I went Ma- to McDonald's, McDonald's Wiki. Wiki has, I went to fandom slash McDonald's, and yeah. I went to one other thing. Yeah. And they uh, there's the, a, there's yeah. a thing. Da- Danny. There is everything on the internet. I have it. I have it in one of my jokes because there actually is a thing called Wikipedia, no. which is a thing for Star Wars. I yeah. shit you not. No. I wish I came up with it. It's called Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. It'll give you. Any information about that f- fandom or character, anything that you ever wanted to know. Like, I, as much as I love Star Wars, like, I don't know everything about it. No, mm-hmm. I feel like nobody can be, like, a penultimate, like, person and know everything about a certain thing. But, like, whoa, man, if that website doesn't have all of that shit there. <laughs> they literally put all of the minds together to make that thing. It is insane. That is crazy that that exists. That's it's crazy I, what they can do with the internet. Yeah. Seriously. That's, that's how I am with insane. the Mighty Docs. Oh, back you in my day, Docs. we didn't even have the internet. <laughs> God, it made me feel old to say that, but it's true. Oh. Uh, but uh, I was I was moving some things around, and I was looking for uh, an index card for Shay to read some of the breweries. I pulled out this index card for Pete Morris. You're familiar with Pete Morris, right? Yeah. So I, I figured I saw I saw his question and it made me think, you know what, maybe I could ask you the same thing because I see you do a podcast. How did that start and how do you do that? Now you do a podcast as well. Snack yeah. Life, right? 
Uh, yeah, the podcast I do is called Snack Life. Uh, it is where I just bring on different people and we talk snacks, we talk food, we talk like dietary issues, we talk all kinds of things like that that kind of fall under that zeitgeist. Yeah. Because here's the thing. It's one common thing is that um, everybody needs to eat. Yeah. And everybody likes snacks. I've I've never met a person who doesn't like a little nibble on a little bit of something at some point in time, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and... Uh, Right now, the podcast, uh, I haven't recorded an episode very recently uh, because of like certain other issues and stuff like that, but uh, I got started just because like I really love talking about food and snacks and trying new things and hearing about different things and, you know, snacks across different cultures around the world are just different and different like dietary things too because like I, whatever I was recording the podcast, I was diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic technically they fucked up i'm type 1 so like oh, my oh. dietary rest- and i was also having like other dietary issues at the time too during some of the like the later recordings and stuff like that that's why there's like such a pause and some gaps to where like i can't talking about food was kind of like a bit much for me because it's like man i really miss eating like the good stuff that i like and i <laughs> and you know all those other things that kind of go with it. But that's where it started is just, I just like it. I like food. It's fun. And you can talk about it with anybody. I've had, I've obviously had comedians on the podcast. I've had just friends who don't yeah. do any type of entertainment stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I've had um, like improvisers. I've had like TV show people on there like Ed and Day. And I've, or no, I haven't had Ed yet. I had Day on there. Um, and like, just, you know, I've had people who do, my friend Jared was on there and he owns Radical Trivia. He did an episode that, and like we ended up talking about like how he fuels his body because he also does like different martial arts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like we talked about like it from like a completely different perspective. Talk to comics about like, what do you like to eat when you're on the road? Like, where's your yeah. favorite place? Like, what do you like to go get whenever you stop at a sheet? So what is your preferred gas station or bodega of choice? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no, we go deep on that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I had my nephew on there. I had a, te- he was 10 at the time. He's 11 now. I had a 10-year-old on there. He has the most listens of any of my episodes. Really? <laughs> and it's a family-friendly episode because he's on there. And it's super cute because, like, we just, I just asked him, I was like, what's your favorites? Yeah. And like, oh, I already know the sweet. answers for a lot of it, but like, it was just a lot of fun. And I even, uh, I have a Patreon for it as well, where, uh, so subscribe to the Patreon and the podcast folks, ding, 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 uh, link in the bio things, maybe. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll tag figure you it, it out. For sure. We'll figure it out. Check um, that out for sure. But he, uh, but so like bad. I do like Patreon videos where like I'll try different foods and I'll, uh, and I did like a couple trying videos with him and also some with my niece, um, and like, it's just really fun because like you can do those kinds of like little things with anybody if you really want to, right? For which sure. is really cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. What's like the craziest thing? Can you share like one thing that you've tried? Oh, um, I mean, I don't ever. So that's the craziest thing is subjective, right? Because yeah. like for some people, trying bugs is crazy to right. them. Like or things like that, but for other people, like seafood is crazy to mm-hmm. them. Uh, there are certain things that I've wanted to try that I have not been able to procure. Okay. One is a really weird one, and I don't want people to judge me or hate me for it. Um, there is an ice cream that they only make in Alaska that is very difficult to procure that is made mm-hmm. with seal fat. <laughs> 
And Baby I still did. fat in orca oil. I, and- I, I, I didn't want to. Snow leopard pelt. I, I didn't. I only want to try it because it's like. You get to club it yourself. Well, no, I'm, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, I do love to go club it. <laughs> no, but, uh, I, I, I want to try it because it is like. It's a cultural thing for them. Okay. And yeah. it's also something that you can't get. Right. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Like, right. I literally could not find it up there. Also, Alaska, for those of you who don't know, uh, the number one eaters of ice cream. Really? Yeah. Country. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Every gas station, every place has, like, a soft serve machine. It's what? nuts. It's so cool. And they've got a lot of, like, really good, like, small, local, artisanal places that'll make ice cream out of, like, seasonal stuff that they have, which is okay. really interesting as well. Uh, you would never think never. that. Yeah. It's, but it is. It's really cool. Uh, that's a fun fact about Alaska. So uh, why do you know this much about Alaska? Did you? I feel like I, I saw did. you I, go I, up to Alaska I went in the to last... A, uh, yeah, I did the Alaska Before You Die Festival in 2022. Okay, I feel like uh, I saw something. And, that. and we okay, did a yeah. and we did a live uh, episode of the Snack Life podcast up there where we tried some like uh, like salmon. local stuff. Yeah. Uh, we salmon. didn't try we didn't yeah. try the salmon, but I did bring back salmon jerky. Yeah, that I still haven't tried yet, but it's jerky, oh, so I it has like no. Ex- <laughs> yeah. See, I you know sometimes the smell of it is a bit. Oh, much. the smell is it's is not, very harsh. It yeah, is a lot. I, I, I I am a jerky fan. I like beef sticks. I like all that kind. Of stuff, but like and the texture isn't this. The texture is odd. It is. It's not what you. It's not yeah. when you hear jerky. It's not like it's, jerky. Yeah, exactly. Do they do skin it's almost on? like it's soft. Uh, no, no, there's not skin on. It is almost soft. Yeah. I would say like if. I would say like if somebody let dry like if somebody let smoked salmon dry out dry out that's smart that guess. is what that is what it's kind mm. of like you, the, you oh. can get like the salmon jerky and stuff at the market district in robinson yeah. you can also procure it at trader joe's on occasion <laughs> <laughs> drop yeah they, i love trader joe's they have trader good we can talk about that off the air it's <laughs> <laughs> not bring work into this <laughs> but I've, i feel like we've been talking for, for a minute without even talking about comedy so I'd like to talk a little bit about that. And All right, we can let's, get into let's, the let's talk Because I'd like shop. to know how, how you got into comedy. And then you do a bunch of open mic, or at least you do uh, occasionally the open mics around here, or yeah. host them. Yeah. And I'd like to know some stories about that. Oh, boy. Okay. Or at least if you've had any. So Because nobody wants to hear the good stories. We've had that no, a couple times. No. We don't, we don't have to say any names, but we would like to hear some horror stories. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. So with comedy... Uh, so I've always been a comedy fan. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite movie growing up as a kid was Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it at like second grade on TBS where they edited out the words whenever the, yeah. they were all singing in the chat. What words? No. They, they edited out <laughs> like our right. town is turning yeah. right to shit whenever they, they were singing in the church. Yeah. And like that is like a core memory yeah. with me. That and... Doink and Dink the Clown, like, switching in the ring for wrestling. Those are two core memories that I have. <laughs> Very much have informed me as a person. I need to write that and the right 25th now. anniversary castle at Disney World, but we've already discussed Disney. <laughs> Look up the cake castle, folks. It is a treat to behold. Um, but, so, for comedy, I've always been into it. I started like writing jokes and stuff and I really wanted to try it whenever I was like 16. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at like 2001. Do the math folks. <laughs> I'm an old person. Um, but then I wrote all these jokes and I re- I was like, oh, nobody wants to hear this like fat, ugly teenager talk about herself. 
Turns out they really do like jokes about fat people. Um, <laughs> they do like jokes about fat, ugly girls. Um, so I was wrong. And it took me decades to, um, to do it. So mm. I, at the ripe old age of 29, <laughs> went to uh, an open mic a couple of times at this place called Excuses. It was a bar that was over in like the Lawrenceville area. Hung out at that bar, watched the open mic twice with my one friend. And she looked at me and she goes... Amanda, why are you doing this? You know you're funnier than any of those dudes up on that stage. Just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> and the next week, it was like our third week, we, I told her, I was like, okay, we're either going to go play trivia tonight with this other person or I'm going to try comedy for my first time. And she's like, well, we're doing comedy. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I did it. <laughs> uh, I took me five mojitos to get up there and I did it. Uh and I think we all remember our first, my first mm-hmm. uh, open mic host was uh, this person named Solomon. Uh, he no longer lives in the area, I believe. But um, yeah, so like that was my first time. And after five mojitos and doing it, I loved it so much that I like asked him, I was like, hey, where do the comics go after? Because I knew a ton about comedy. I know comics hang out at comedy bars and talk shop. They'll go to other open mics, things like that. Like I already knew that. So uh then he was like, oh, yeah, everybody goes down to this place called Hambones down the way. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So me and my friend drunkenly stumbled down to Hambones. And uh, I recognized the name of the open mic host on the sign. Uh, it was Derek Minto because uh, I met him a decade earlier mm-hmm. through a mutual friend uh, when we went to an underage dance club in West Virginia. <laughs> and this is our origin story. And then Did it have an uh, awesome we also name? Did, what? Did the place have an awesome name? I don't remember the place's name, but then we also did Cosmic Bowling once, and then because it was like 2004 at the time, Mm -hmm. like social media didn't exist, and neither of us had our own cell phones. So like we just kind of like, you drop off. You don't, yeah. yeah. And then I go into the bar, and it was late at Hambones, and it's like, listen, for any of those of you who remember that, because this is very localized, uh, You don't go in there late and get a spot. But I walked up to him and I go, hey, you're this guy, right? He goes, oh my God, you're that girl. And I'm like, I'm that girl, you're that guy. And he's like, "Eh." and I was like, can I maybe go up? I just did comedy my first time. He puts me on the list. So I do, the first time I did comedy, I did it twice in one night. Uh, He did not know how intoxicated I was because he did continue to buy me drinks that night. Um, Because like we were catching up because we knew like we had mutual friends from like a lifetime before. so I ended up being like eight or nine drinks deep and going up for my second time. And he's like, you hit that stage and you seemed sober. He's like, you instantly just like went into it. Like, he's like, if I would have known you were that drunk, I would have never put you up. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, good. I got a poker face, <laughs> but yeah, like that's, that is. And then I just kept hanging out, kept doing it every, pretty much every day mm-hmm. yeah. ever since. Um, yeah, and like just and then hanging out with comics, and then I got into improv after that. Always wanted to do sketch comedy, and I wrote sketches in like junior high and stuff like that. So like, you know, did that kind of thing. How'd that go, junior high sketch? Like sketches in junior high? Like yeah. I mean, I just did had, you perform it anywhere? Like how'd that work? I did some video stuff. Uh, that sounded way more suggestive <laughs> than I needed it to. Um, we we all know I probably we'll tag your link. Yeah, yeah. thank you. That's oh, my OnlyFans. <laughs> Uh, but the, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, I just wrote like sketches about weird stuff in junior high, like mm-hmm. how they made, I wrote a commercial sketch 
about how they used to use like buffalo dung to create diapers in the Midwest. So I wrote an entire advertisement that was like just about that. And it had like a jingle and a slogan. It was real weird. I wasn't popular. (laughs) I think that we could tell that I was not the most popular kid in junior high or high school. Um, So yeah, so I just did that, wrote weird movies and did that kind of stuff. I I need to know this because you were talking about wrestling and then we'll get into some news probably in a minute. Yes. Please talk to me about wrestling. Yeah. Who is your favorite wrestler? Mick Foley. Mick Foley is so easiest easiest answer of my entire life. Yeah. Oh my god. So this is okay. It's like saying you like H two O, man. You like you like the solid, the gas, or the liquid, man. Maybe that's the combination of all three. Uh, (laughs) No, I. uh, So Mick Foley, I've I've gotten to open for him. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've actually, I've also gotten to open for Dolph Ziggler and Nick Nemeth. Too. Well, Dolph Ziggler they, slash Nick Nemeth, because that's his name. And his brother, Ryan, at the Cleveland Comedy Festival. He does comedy or does he like spoken he does. word? Or he what? does is do it, comedy. How is it? So he seems personable enough. Yeah. He's super nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're both super yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Ryan does more like sketch based character stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you can see a lot of that on his Instagram. And then, uh, uh, Nick Nemeth slash Dolph Ziggler. Um, he did a lot of improv back in the day. He used to date a comedian. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Her name is Amy. Uh, <laughs> John Cena's uh, character in Trainwreck. <laughs> you get it. You get it. I'm here. I get here. it. Yeah. Okay. I brought you back around. Good. Yes. <laughs> based on a true story. Uh, kind so of ish. Kind of ish. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how based it is, but like, it's very clear that the casting was involved. Um, but the uh, yeah. So he did improv and stuff like that. And like, he's very funny with that. And then his stand-up was like, stand-up for, I feel like stand-up for professional wrestlers, whether it's like Mick Foley or Jake the Snake Roberts, who's tried it, Rob Van Dam. Like a lot of times they end up just telling stories. Yeah. Um, Because that's what wrestlers are phenomenal at. Mm -hmm. Because they can get in the ring and they tell a story with their bodies throughout the entire match. They could tell a story through promos the entire time. Like, that's where the faces of Foley come in. Mick Foley was in the Royal Rumble three different times. It's three different people. Like, that is telling a goddamn good story. Um, So... You know, you. I feel like that's where a lot of pro wrestlers really have their strength in comedy is being able to tell stories and not only, like, make them, like, entertaining, but also funny mm-hmm. and, like, bring it back around to stuff. So, I remember, I, yeah. I, I remember seeing some YouTube video when they were talking about comedy and they were saying something. They were, they were talking about the guy. He was saying something. I think his name was Jerry. And they were like, Jerry thinks his jokes are so good that he doesn't have to act them out. Or perform them. He said yeah. he thinks his jokes yeah. are so good he doesn't have to perform them. Yeah. And I think that's true with wrestling. Like they know how to like perform the whole thing and make it something that you eat up and something you're interested in. And I think they're good at something like that. A hundred percent. Yeah. And especially ones who are good at it. Mm-hmm. And and I mean that also goes for people who are tangential to it too, ring announcers and you know ca- any any on camera type person or even any backstage person who's like writing for them stuff like that. You have to be a good storyteller uh, to be able to do those things. And um, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> th- that's a long answer. But yes, Mick Foley probably fav- favorite. If, if we're gonna gender it, he's probably my favorite male wrestler, favorite female wrestler, uh, Lita. 100%. Oh, Lita's the hottest ever. Dude. My fave. 
my favorite wrestling toy That's... I've ever had, the Red Lita. Oh, no, we won't even get into it, man. It came with Matt and Jeff. No. Anyway, yeah. no, no, I know what you're talking about. I know oh, which yeah. one you're talking oh, about. Yeah, 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 dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I <laughs> trust. Uh, I, I didn't realize that I was bisexual whenever I was younger, but boy, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. what a shocker that I like saw Lita. right onto this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like there's a reason where I really like to watch Rhea Ripley a lot too. <laughs> I don't know what that is? Maybe because man- we have the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Oh, yes. I'm on social media at Amanda Averill, Mm -hmm. A-V-E-R-E-L-L. Pronounced right on the poor man's podcast. Yeah, very much so. Thank you. First time. Not to brag. Toot toot. (laughs) Beat that horn. Uh, Anyway, yeah, yeah, they're on all the (laughs) uh, socials for like Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is at Amanda Averill Comedy. TikTok, which I barely do, is at Amanda Averill. And then um, Snack Life Podcast is like at snack life pod and you can find it there we have a really cool logo that was designed by uh my friend aaron carruthers it's got like knuckle tattoos that say snack life but if you look at the tattoos you have to figure out that one of the hands has more fingers than it should dude i was so good i was i was watching something and and it showed people that have 12 fingers yeah there's like millions of people that have 12 fingers it's like it was like six oh. or ten percent. It was my like way was higher yeah. than you would think. My sister was born with eleven. Her son was born with twelve. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's like way more prevalent than you'd think. It's crazy. I'm gonna ask Amanda one question, and then we're gonna get into the news. Amanda, you have one or two word answer. Okay. Of all the faces of Foley, pick one. <laughs> Mankind. Good answer, oh. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to make her pick her favorite Foley face? Come on. Although the commissioner was also good. Oh, I can't believe I just did that. Lol. Oh, my God. That's okay. Danny, do you know Mick Foley? Yes. Well, I'm enough, a secret wh- wrestling nerd. What's your pick? What's your fave? Cactus Jack. Oh, oh okay. Double arm. But are we talking like Yokohama Deathmatch Cactus Jack? Or are we talking like watered down WWE version Cactus Jack? I guess it'd be watered down WWE version of Cactus Jack. Okay. But I loved that Cactus Jack. Okay, well, go back and watch some of the Yokohama mm. Deathmatches. Okay. Uh, especially the ones like with Terry Funk and shit like that. Fucking dope. Okay. So good. I have those on VHS. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> old, old person. <laughs> VHS. I'm actually on the search for a VHS player. Anyway, I have a dual VHS DVD. I do too, man. Yeah, that's what it is. I need I'll sell one. it to you for eighteen hundred dollars. That's probably how much they're going for. That's such an probably. obscure like number. I was like saying numbers as I was talking. Eighteen hundred dollars and sixty nine cents. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I used to say eighteen. I was like sold sixty nine nine, like the eight. fucking gas station. Yeah. Four hundred and twenty dollars and sixty nine cents. Oh, oh, never mind. I won't tell that story. That's super illegal. Um, <laughs> Danny, go ahead. Okay. All right. Here we go. News. Um. San Francisco Airport added their first cat to the therapy animal team. His name is Duke Ellington Morris. <laughs> yes. That's very proper. And he is part of the WAG Brigade. Oh. Um, among Sir Duke Ellington Morris is a pig, a rabbit, and many dogs. Oh. So therapy animals. The for what, therapy wait, lane. what is the pig's name? I don't know what the pig's Orville, name is. Right? It's okay. very sad. Wilbur. So, so I said, uh, any of the right brother names, Have I you, guess. Okay, <laughs> this is another link you guys may want to include in your video. Have you guys heard, or have you guys seen the video online 
of this pig going to elementary schools and he only has like two legs and he's got the little wheelchair legs behind him. Have you seen this video? No. The pig's name is Chris P. Bacon. No. (laughs) And the news anchor saying it loses his goddamn mind (laughs) when he says this. I I look it up right now on YouTube so we can watch it after this. Like legit. This is is worth it. It is so funny. And then... Chris P. Bacon followed me on Instagram. Oh, I shit. screenshotted it and sent it to Derek, and I'm like, I can die now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. This is it. This is my this is my peak. Things yeah, achieved. Man. Done. Yeah. That's it. Wow, crispy bacon. Crispy bacon. Crispy. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> the crispy bacon. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna see like uh, fake accounts, Christopher T. Bacon. Chris, Christopher P. Bacon, I mean. Christopher P. Bacon. Yeah, Christopher Peter Bacon. Yeah. I, like, Love wonder it. if, like, you get on the plane, if you get to, like, pick which animal you want. Like, if you need a therapy animal. Like, I'm just wondering how it works. I don't think they hand them out. No, I think you have to bring I, them with I, you, right? B-Y-O-A. I feel like that those are um, just for in, like, the like the VIP, like, honors reward oh, member area. Okay. Because, like... I mean, I would really like to watch somebody try and chase down a pig on an airplane, though. You have to have 10,000 Delta miles before you get a pig. Only 10,000? That's not a lot. I can do that. I can do that. Hey, man, it's a pig. If you you want something bigger, then, you know. What would be bigger than the pig? I know. Weight-wise alone. Well, they don't have horses yet. Not Not yet. yet. You're not at the level, Amanda. I don't want to, yeah, I didn't want to bring it up and make you feel bad, but. I do. I got to stop driving to kids. I got to get those those reward points. (laughs) I gotta start flying to these shows instead. Yeah, Absolutely, the yes. Hell? They've been lying to you. All right, are we ready? Good job, the- Danny. <laughs> <laughs> the next news story. Here we go. The Beatles are releasing a new song. Oh yeah, with the help of AI technology. They'd have oh to, because I, I can't wait that. to hear your opinion on this, Christopher. Um, so they're using um, John Lennon's vocals from a demo that he recorded before he died. Okay. And they're mixing a new song and it's going to be released this year. And Paul Cartney, Paul McCartney, sorry, said um, about like AI, because obviously there's a lot of controversy right now with like creating new music with yeah. it. And he seemed pretty for it. Like he said, it's very scary, but it's exciting because it's the future and they're able to make music. That with means he gets some here. kind of royalty. Well, obviously. That's yeah. the only but reason you'd be excited about it. I, I feel like. I feel like they need to just really, I feel like AI in this case is probably just more auto-tune than anything else though. Because like, if they already have a demo that's recorded, they just have to like copy and paste it together and then auto-tune it and then it would be fine. Also, like Paul McCartney, he's getting up there in age. So his voice is a little bit more quivery than it was before as well. Mm -hmm. So like... They're going to auto-tune the shit out of that, too. But, it's like, like, in my mind, what is the difference between AI and auto-tune in this scenario? It's fake right. either way. And the thing that sucks is with any kind of art, with any kind of music, you have this window. And that's what makes it so important because you have this window. Like, that's all you have. That's what makes it important because it's fleeting, because it's so it's finite. You don't have forever. Now when you have all these other things, it's it's 
people aren't going to give a shit. When you have everything you want, you don't care about anything anymore. Right. And it's sad because it's going to make everybody not give a shit about the real things anymore because it's, I think it's going to be oversaturated with fake shit. It's going to be, oh, yeah, I can have John Lennon say happy birthday to my son and my dog and all this shit. And it's going to be, you could have everything all the time that I think it's just going to make everybody more unhappy are you are you saying that they're just going to create a different cameo that's just all ai cameos it is yeah. and it's going to be 10 percent, and you're going to get whatever you know what's fucked up and i'm <laughs> i'm angry now you know what <laughs> oh he's in it I, I, I was yeah. on i was on instagram and they had this go-kart that was available for 29.99 29.99 i looked it up it was a complete bullshit it's like a whole scam thing mm -hmm. i looked it up on amazon they're like fifteen hundred dollars for I was a go-kart there's and no possible yeah, there's way but like what's fucked up online is like i feel like you can see anything like i don't trust anything anymore like nope. it used to no, be like no. i don't believe anything and then i was like oh here's a written document here you go well you can forge a document and now you can forge pictures and videos and now it's at a point where nothing is real unless you see it live right in which case you can't even uh, you're not even reliable because anybody can fake anything anymore well yeah because you can do those like different types of like editing and stuff like that mm -hmm. with like photography film audio yeah. all of those things uh you know it makes it it's scary it really it is. is like yeah. i I mean, again, back in my day, we didn't have the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we had Ask Jeeves. That's what we had. Uh, I had Ask Jeeves and the Love Calculator. Those were the two things I played with <laughs> on the computer in, like, seventh grade. Okay. You really had Oregon Trail in there, man. Well, no, but that, I'm talking seventh grade. That was the internet. We had oh, yeah. Oregon Trail. What, what, how old? Again. Yeah. I'm not that old. I played Oregon Trail, okay? <laughs> and I even have the tabletop version of I it. I was alive for Oregon Trail. <laughs> I mean, I woman. wish I could have died no, of dysentery as a kid. <laughs> Jeez. But, At yeah, Fort no, McKinley. it's... That stuff is scary, man. Like, that AI stuff is it's out there. I don't like any of it, man. I'm going to sound like Grandpa Hopper, but, like, <laughs> it's, it's just going to take over. It's just going to make the wealth gap different. <laughs> rich people are going to get richer, poor people. Or are you poor. telling me that it's going to make the wealth gap worse? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I don't think it could be worse. I think I mean, it, it will get be worse because I think, like, you let me everything. Take that statement back. Yeah, everything. <laughs> when they get the AI bots and the fake people that they can build now, when they have the people who can work the yacht for them, they don't need the real people that can work the yacht for them. And I feel like, I don't know. I think the orcas are I are just taking don't care trust of the yachts anything. for us, Chris, okay? The orcas are definitely taking care of the yachts. <laughs> Good. Kill the fucking uh, Rothschilds or whoever the fuck are up there. I don't know. I don't trust. I just don't trust it, man. I feel like it's just going to make people different. It's just going to make the wealth gap more. I don't know. I feel like it's going to make the people who own things. Now, you don't need that person working uh, X, Y, and Z different things. Not You know, you have the self-scanner anymore. You have everything anymore it's going to be more automated and then you're not going to need people and uh, i don't know and then what amanda then what amanda i mean in a dream world a universal basic income so that way we can focus on our art and development like that and have another renaissance but, but that, it's not but about what's best for happen. people no, it's not about what's nice. best for people it's about what brings in the most income and that's the fucking problem shay yep I agree. That's what I say. You mean capitalism is a problem? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Capitalism a problem? Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Danny. Yes. Do you have any more stories? I do not. Those were fantastic. Oh, That's a giant cup you have with you. And you had a giant one last week, too. And I meant to say something. Although, Amanda's is pretty big, too. Am I just throwing uh, this things is, off? This is my bisexual, is this is my bisexual energy <laughs> Starbucks cup. This is the only Starbucks cup... Uh, 
tumbler that I've ever bought because I have oh. bought one other one. It looks like a studded belt from Hot Topic. Uh, <laughs> that's my whole fucking vibe, bro. <laughs> yeah, <man>. uh, <laughs> You're like, that personified. I, I am. I am that personified. But I think that this was part of like their Pride collection last summer. It's super cute because it, it is. It, it it's a whole vibe. But this yeah. is a set. This is me in the form of a cup, and I. Have a lot of cups. I'm a mug collector. I've got like, I've got so so many. I have like a whole like Ikea thing full of them. And there's still not even enough room in there for like everything that I have. It's yeah, a, it's, it's, I love cubs. It's an issue. It's They're a big old issue. I feel it. <laughs> I can't stop. I buy them all. Yeah. You buy all of them, I saw man. this on TikTok. I had to have it. Yeah, man. <laughs> had to have it. Uh, see, I see. The thing is, is like I. This is what I find difficult: is that the cups don't always fit in the cup holders of my car, mm. so I won't go with anything that big. This barely fits it because I Too have girthy. three. Yeah, well, I mean, like a girthy girth does determine worth. But let's <laughs> yeah. get out. Let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> this is this is part of a whole other conversation we had off air. Um, <laughs> but it's important, Amanda. It's important conversation to have. It's a very important conversation <laughs> to have. But you know what? I'm sorry that the cup holders of my Honda Fit are just so fit and tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's this little one that like folds out up top, but it does not fold out enough for that. Yeah. It does not dilate enough for, for a cup that size. Respect the folds, size. man. Respect the folds. Yeah. Respect the folds. <laughs> <laughs> Those are words to live by, Shay. Can I get on like a t-shirt? Yeah, Respect man. the folds. Respect the folds, man. Respect the folds. You can have an American flag. You can have a Volvo. You know, you have whatever the fuck you want in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, labia. Whatever you want, Shay. I agree. Respect them, Shay. Respect the folds. Where can everybody find Shaley, baby? <laughs> Everywhere except I deleted my TikTok and my OnlyFans; those are gone. Um, I have Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Well, find Shay there. I guess I don't know. She didn't tell anybody. And just Venmo Amanda. her money instead yeah. of subscribing to OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget you can I'm Venmo all of us. Shay, what's yeah. your cash app, man? Show mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We'll tag that, Amanda. Where can everybody find you one more time? Oh, uh, at Amanda Averill and then at Amanda Averill Comedy on Facebook uh, and then at Snack Life Pod or Snack Life uh, on the Instagram and the yeah. oh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'll find it and I'll tag it the right way, whatever it is. Yeah, Hopefully. sure. Yeah. I, I hold myself to a high standard. Danny. Yeah. At Danny Kaufman with two eyes on Instagram and Facebook. That's right. Come see us at, uh, at Bummer, Bummer Slam. Slam, man. Come see us, man. It's Saturday. Man, it's my first real show, man. So exciting. Congratulations. Should I be excited or should I be nervous? Uh, you should be both. Okay. Because <laughs> there's a certain level of nervous excitement and energy. And then like, uh, when I, because I did the first one of those. Okay. And it was a lot of fun. And for me, it was really cool as that like wrestling fan to mm-hmm. like get to go into the ring and like like wipe off my feet before I like go under the rope. Like it, it just felt it, it, it gave me a lot of feels. Um, so be nervous, be excited. You know, just don't don't focus on who's not there. Focus on who's there, man. The que- my last do. question yeah. I have, should I dress like Jeff Hardy? He's my favorite, man. Should I, wear, should I wear the 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 fishnet arms? I'm going to say something real controversial. Oh. <laughs> you can dress like Jeff Hardy. Just don't pregame like Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> don't make this a TNA sting debacle, uh, okay? Yeah, yeah. You well, and I know what we're talking about. <laughs> Just don't make it like that. But we'll, we'll be, we'll be, yeah. Yeah. We'll be professional. Be professional. Be professional about it. 
Yeah. Don't you be- know you're professional when you abbreviate it, man. But <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much for coming on. You've been very fun. We'd love to have you back, honestly. I, I, Heck yeah. There's, uh, uh, normally when I finish the show, I'm like, ah, I was the worst thing. I just spoke garbage the whole time. No, Amanda, I spoke all the garbage this time, which is great. You have been extremely okay. fun the mm-hmm. whole time for me. So yes. thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate you coming on. Check out Amanda. She's extremely funny every time I've seen her. And Everybody has such nice things to say about Amanda all the time. Holy so. shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was just a bitch. Yeah. Well, maybe there's a bunch of liars who just promote you, which really, at the end of the day, is the same thing. Yeah, it really yep. kind of is the same thing. <laughs> yeah. They're pushing for you either way. But yeah. for the beautiful, the talented, and wonderful Shayla Baby, for the beautiful and talented and wonderful Amanda Averill, for the beautiful and talented and wonderful Danny Kaufman, I am the beautiful and talented and wonderful Chris. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm going to say I'm so happy. Yeah. That I was allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast, signing off. See you next week. In my opinion, that sucked. Woo! Woo! Poor Man's Podcast, the best podcast in Pittsburgh. Straight cash, homie.